Hello, everybody, and welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about uh, anything and everything weather, science-related, all that kind of good stuff. And uh, we're going to reset the episode since I'm using a new platform here called Anchor.fm. More on that a little bit later on. So this is episode number one, a no-frills episode just to get things going here on this Tuesday, September 11th, 2018. Uh, You may occasionally hear crickets in the background. That is because I'm taking a walk this evening. I was out here in the Fox 8 parking lot where I work here in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, about uh, what what seemed like only five minutes ago and the sun was out. And and then I stepped in and uh, it is uh, a deep uh, dusk. And apparently I spent a little more time on the computer than I thought. But I am out here taking my uh, my walk this evening. It's a beautiful night here in Cleveland. Uh, skies finally, finally began to uh, break out into some periods of sun. Now, that isn't the case everywhere. Uh, there are a lot of clouds that hung on to the east side uh, and uh, may continue to do exactly that. Uh, for the next few days because the front that came by has become stationary. That, as Hurricane Florence, the big news of the day, is about 750 miles to the southeast of the Carolina coast. Now it is heading up towards what appears to be a landfall somewhere in North Carolina, the south coast of it. Uh, near Wilmington. Uh, however, as with uh, many of the computer models, there's there's a little bit of elbow room as to what exactly will happen as it approaches. So the official National Hurricane Center track has Florence making contact with the land in extreme southeastern uh, North Carolina and then slowly working inland from there. However, there are a couple of uh, computer models. Uh, One, uh, the European, uh, has it approaching the coast, kind of doing a stall dipsy doodle, and then working down the coast offshore, and then working into somewhere in South Carolina. And one model has it recurving well to the uh, east before it ever hits land. That would be ideal. Uh, But if the truth be known, none of us sees that happening. So we'll keep a close eye on that. Uh, This is going to be a a bit more of a free-flowing podcast. I'm fundamentally changing the uh, podcast in the sense that it'll be a little more free-flowing, a little more timely, and certainly much more often. And because I'm using this new platform, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, It will be distributed through virtually every place that has uh, podcasts on it, from iTunes to Spotify to Google Play. You name it, this podcast, Weather Jazz, will be on it. And uh, again, this is kind of a trial thing. We'll see how it goes. We're not going to suspend the very highly produced episodes the one that we invite guests on. In fact, uh, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, I am going to be interviewing a gentleman who um, makes and manufactures umbrellas. Not any kind of an umbrella. We'll get into more of that later. But uh, the real topic will be umbrellas because this is uh, 
the start of the rainy season, and uh, we will be, uh, I imagine, pulling out uh, umbrellas a little more often, at least for parts of the country, heading into uh, this fall-time season. Well, it's a beautiful night. I am looking at the moon right now here in the parking lot. It is a very, very thin crescent moon. It's probably no more than three days old. And uh, in about uh, a little less than two weeks, it will be uh, approaching its uh, full phase for the month of September, better known as the harvest moon. Uh, But let me talk about hurricanes. Uh, I've got some great stats that um, actually I cannot take credit for. Uh, Our morning meteorologist by the name of Scott Sable. And we're going to be pulling him into a lot of these podcasts uh, here in the coming days, weeks, months, years, I hope. At any rate, he is a uh, very much a, a stats guy. Um, if you send him on a task, hey, Scott, I need stats on X, Y, and Z, he will dig it up and he will find it. Um, he's an amazing, amazing uh, uh Stats of a great meteorologist, which, by the way, Scott was one of my um, first interns here at Fox 8 when I first started working here. He was going to the University of uh, St. Louis and uh, studying meteorology and was uh, my summer intern and uh, then got hired, uh, I think, in Bluefield, West Virginia first, then moved to Charleston, West Virginia, TV station there. And from there, we had an opening, and um, it was great to be able to hire somebody that is not only from Northeast Ohio, but was one of my interns, and uh, one of my very memorable and very good interns. Uh, So Scott has been our morning meteorologist now for going on 12 years. and But he's been here a little bit longer, maybe 15 or 16 years or so. Uh, and uh, as I mentioned, he's a stats guy. So he is the guy that is responsible for these stats I'm about to share with you. All right, let's talk about hurricanes. Uh, right now we have three hurricanes all at the same time in the Atlantic. They are Florence. That's the one that's the closest. Then we have Isaac in the middle and Helene uh, way off in the, uh, off the coast of Africa. Uh, This is the 11th year on record that the Atlantic has actually recorded three or more hurricanes simultaneously. Uh, So that doesn't happen all that often, uh, but when it does, it's noted. Other years were, now this is interesting, 1893. Why do I say that's interesting? There were no satellites in 1893. So how did they know there were three at the same time? other than ship's records. There was ship traffic, and they ran into these things, and through the ship's logs, they were able to uh, basically say that there were three or more hurricanes at the same time in 1893. Also, uh, 1926, 1950, and the same deal with those three years, by 1961, I think we had uh, the first uh, uh, satellites in space, but really not for weather, not until we got into the late 1960s and early 1970s. So let me recap the years. Uh, the 11 years were 1893, 1926, 1950, 
1961. 1967, and here we go, some contemporary years, 1980, 1995, 1998, 2010, and 2017. Now, the record, by the way, for the greatest number of simultaneous Atlantic hurricanes, uh, in other words, at the same time, is four. And that was only set twice on August the 22nd, 1893. Again, there was that year, 1893. Uh, you, you had to really examine ships' uh, logs for that and to kind of piece it together on a historical and hindsight kind of a way. And also on September the 25th and 26th in 1998. Um, the record number for the most tropical storms and depressions and any, tro- any tropical systems all at once in the North Pacific by the way, just out of curiosity, switching our gears to the Pacific now is eight. And that was in 2017, last year, and in 1974. Kind of interesting stuff there. Also, I have one more bit of information before we close things out on this first rudimentary uh, the podcast, episode number one. And that is... Um, uh, Scott listed all of the Category 4 and 5 hurricanes in the North Atlantic that have made U.S. landfall at some point, not necessarily as a Cat 4 or a Cat 5, but uh, in its history, if it came up to a Cat 4 or a Cat 5 and then made landfall, well, the last one that did that was last year, actually two of them, uh, Hurricane Irma, uh, in 2017, uh, and Hurricane Harvey both uh, reached Category 4, at least, uh, before coming uh, and making uh, contact with the United States coastline. And before that, we've got to go all the way back to 2004, and that was Hurricane Charlie. And before that, I think just about everybody remembers what happened in 1992 as Hurricane Andrew just absolutely ripped up Uh, the uh, coastline of uh, South Florida. Before that, it was Hugo in 1989, and Bill Martin, the news anchor at WJW Fox 8, I worked with him at 5 p.m. He was not working in Cleveland at the time. I think he was in Pittsburgh. Uh, He remembers covering Hugo in 1989 in South Carolina and remembers it made landfall at night. He said all the power was out, and it was just downright spooky, dangerous, um, it, and in ways he couldn't even describe. He couldn't have put it into words. Um, they were really in harm's way, but fortunately, uh, they were able to navigate uh, through that night uh, and landfall quite well. And, uh, well, he lived to tell about it because uh, he was telling us uh, that... Uh, the, That is exactly why people, when given the evacuation orders, should simply evacuate. And uh, if you're within the sound of my voice and you have an evacuation notice, it's a good idea to uh, find a place well inland, call some friends, call some old neighbors that might have moved away or maybe a family member or just give them a buzz and say, hey, I need a place to crash for a night. And I'm sure that they would be happy to to oblige and make their home a safe haven for you. 
Well, that pretty much does it for this very first uh, rudimentary episode. Again, we're going to see how this goes. Look for more episodes more frequently. Uh, and uh, hopefully if this works out well, uh, we'll be doing this uh, much more frequently. We'll still be doing the produced ones uh, as well as uh, these off-the-cuff ones. We'll occasionally have guests on, uh, like Scott Sable, maybe some other guests live as well. So look for all of this in the uh, coming days, weeks, months, and again, hopefully years, right here on Weather Jazz. We'll see you soon. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.